Hello and welcome to episode 10, Double Digis, boys, of the Ultra Posty Thoughts in My Head podcast. I am your host, Adam Lee, and thank you once again for joining me. I'm so grateful that you're here to listen to this great episode. I've got Matthias Eichler from Olympia, Washington. He's a race director down there for Rock Candy Running. We had a great conversation about his four races. I'm going to go over those with you now real quick because we didn't actually get a chance to touch on them individually in the interview. So they are July 23rd, the Beast of Big Creek. That's a sellout he's expecting. August 6th, there's a six-hour Little Backyard Adventure. September 17th, there's the Rock Candy Mountain Run. That's a 12-hour run in the Capitol Forest. And December 17th is a 10K. That's all about celebrating the darkest days, and it's called Saturnalia. So that's why I'm very excited to chat with him. Like I said, it was a great conversation. Can't wait to share that with you. Before we get to that, the only little bit of housekeeping I have this week. I'm just looking out to all of you in hopes of you being able to rate, review, subscribe, like, Tell a friend, do whatever you can just to get the word out about the podcast. It helps a lot to show up in the algorithms and that sort of thing if there's recent likes or subscriptions and all that good stuff. So if you could do that, I would be super grateful. I really appreciate it to get the chance to keep spreading the word. And I'm having so much fun with this because I have to get to have these great conversations with everybody like this week like with Matthias, let's not waste any further time and get to that right now. Today's guest is Matthias Eichler. Matthias is originally from Germany, but him and I are neighbors these days as he calls Olympia Washington home, which is about four hours and 20 minutes south of me here in Vancouver along the highway. Geography is quite similar between the two, and so I'm even more excited to talk to someone so ingrained in the trail running community down there. Matthias, thank you for taking the time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I certainly appreciate it as well. I said you're deeply ingrained because, friends, Matthias is a trail runner. He's the host of Singletrack.fm, which is a trail running podcast with 230 episodes over that. He's also the race director for Rock Candy Running. They have four races on the calendar this year from July to December in and around Olympia. Distance vary from the December celebration of the darkest days, which is 10 kilometers, to the how far can you run in 12 hours mountain run challenge, which happens in the Capitol Forest. Matthias, what can people expect when they tow the start line at a rock candy racing event? You know, that's a really good question that I don't really know the answer to myself. Um, no, it basically, uh, to, to put myself into perspective, yes, I call myself race director, but I had a really successful race the year before COVID where I took a city park and a four mile loop and I just had a trail race. It was totally focused on bringing new people into trail running. So there was awesome. nothing ultra, nothing gnarly, nothing overly remote or wild or challenging, right? It was a city park, some f super fun single track. So I didn't fake the trail, but I made it super accessible. and. I had so much fun of hosting this, organizing, dreaming it up, you know, hugging people after the finish line <laughs> that I said, okay, I'm going to make this part of my thing. And then 
Envision dreamed up two more races and then COVID hit and everything came to a screeching halt. And well, you know, as Sweden went through the first year with nothing and the second year we could do races again, I decided to not bring back the two races that I had dreamed up just because um, they had never, there was no history there and we were still under somewhat COVID protocol. So I was really hesitant in bringing something brand new on. Hosted the Little Backyard Adventure, that was the race that I had done initially again, was again a super fun event, even though, you know, COVID made it awkward. And I was like, okay, as it's now officially declared that COVID is over, right? I mean, we of have course. no problems at all anymore. We are through this. <laughs> For this year, I decided, okay, I am going to scale this back up and try it out. And so I don't really know what to expect, right? I mean, right. it is something very new and I'm super excited about it and I'm putting everything I have into it. But um, but yeah, it's it's new, it's fresh, right? Which is super exciting. I know you've obviously gotten some great interest because you're expecting some sellouts, which is awesome. I think it's uh, everyone's so excited to get out there and participate in some events too. Are you... Uh, nervous about directing sort of a varied series of races like this? No, actually, I think that's what keeps it fresh for me. I mean, the the one big seller that I'm expecting is the Beast of Big Creek. That's a race um, by Hoodsport on the Olympic Peninsula. goes up to the summit of Mount Eleanor and back down. And that race has been previously done for 11 years by a race director out of Shelton, he's retiring, he handed it over to me. So there's some big history with that race. And so I'm excited to be able to take that on. It feels it's a huge honor for me to sort of bring this on. And that sort of changes a little bit the profile from what I do as a race director, because all of a sudden I have this real mountain race under my belt, right? Which, um, you know, requires a different set of permits. And yeah, it's a big challenge. So it's the first year the series is coming out. It might be difficult to answer this. Like, what's the best part about being a race director so far? I think that there are two parts which are super, super fun. This, the very personal part, this, I don't know, I don't want to call it a selfish part, but the personal part is dreaming everything up. I'm a graphic designer. I build websites for clients and I do a whole bunch of creative, creative work for other people. And a race is sort of the creative work for myself. You know, you create something out of absolutely nothing. You come up with a logo and a name and a location and a route and a functioning um, sort of project that needs to get managed around it. You find people and stuff like So you create something completely out of nothing. And it feels incredibly gratifying and challenging and fun and i love that part um but i don't create this just for myself is it is really fun especially in the trail running community where a lot of training a lot of running a lot of focus is very much on myself because everybody it's a, it's a very lonely sport in some respects, right? Because mm -hmm. we all have different focuses and goals and fitness levels and 
and, and different ideas about what running and nutrition and fitness levels and everything means and stuff. And so to regularly find people to run with, even the big running groups, that the well-known running groups often don't only have like five or 10 runners that regularly meet, right? So it's a lonely sport in some respect or solitary, I should say, because it's not necessarily a bad thing, but then the races give you the opportunity of come together as a community. And so for me, I see my races not so much as a um, athletic performance focus and more of a community celebration. We don't worry so much about, you know, if you're going to come in second or third. Obviously, we keep track, right? Obviously, we, mm-hmm. we have a timer running, right? But it's really about enabling people to go out there and enjoy the trails, the forests, the mountains. That's what I... And, and you see that in their faces when they come back in, right? And I, I talk with a lot of people, women who themselves feel uncomfortable running by themselves. They don't like going out into the woods, into the mountains and have these adventures alone. And for, you know, many good reasons, but to be able to build a race and allow people to experience trails in a safe environment, um, I think makes, makes it really special and totally the focus of what I'm trying to achieve. It's like you're hosting uh, a party for the trails and the trail runners and and you're the one that gets everyone to come together and, and we all get to just celebrate because you've focused everyone in this one day and it's it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, as a, as a kid, and I think we all have these memories, right? We we went to summer camps or, or um, had these kind of like big parties that we were invited to and how special that was that somebody took the time to bake the cake two days before to put up the tents to to sort of prepare that you could come out and have a great time that you had mm-hmm. to, that you could come out and didn't have to worry about the logistics right that that games were set out for you that that food was at the right time at the right place right that you knew where you could rest and for me sort of these these trail races are sort of mini summer camps, mini camps where people can come together, where the community can come together and celebrate. Are you uh, excited about one format versus the other? You know, you've got these two runs, the six hour and the 12 hour challenge, and then you've got the 10K, the set distance kind of thing. Are you excited for one of those versus the other? Um, I think... You know, coming back to the summer camp point of view, I have on on my podcast, Single Track, I have a long-standing sort of folk way of looking at trail running, that trail running as a as an overarching sport fits into two categories. So those people that come from the collegiate, focused, coached sport of training and racing and performing and and beating others and yourself mm-hmm. and then there are other people who essentially they just look for adventures in the mountains and a race is sort of the vehicle to have these kind of adventures and um, for me i think coming up with different formats is sort of trying to give people different adventures mm-hmm. and I, I think, you know, the trails are uniquely situ- uh, 
kind of positioned for that because you don't have sort of a a 10k is not like a 10k the terrain weather um elevation profiles there's so many different um factors that that determine how your performance is from one race to the other so I try to purposely, if you will, mix it up and give people different ways of experiencing the mountains and challenging themselves, right? And with the hour, with the timed event, I'm also sort of allowing people to be flexible and sort of build their own race and saying, hey, look, a six-hour event doesn't mean you have to wear the bib for six hours. If you come out and, and you really only want to run one loop, and you challenge yourself and want to be really fast on that loop, go for it. Or if you want to, you know, walk with your friend two loops, then you do that. And so that's, I'm, I'm, I want to see um, how people are responding to that because I think by default, we like to sort of focus on numbers. Well, if we're in a 10K, now I have to have a half marathon. You know, we sort of have to, yeah. we have these goals, but I think there's something else there where we can be out on trails and the mountains in different ways. I really appreciate all this information, Matthias. It's so great to hear. Uh, tell us where people can sign up for these races and find out more about you. Yes. So my, my racing company is rockcandyrunning.com. Rock Candy Mountain is one of my favorite um, training grounds here in the Capital Forest, just outside Olympia. And so um, um, my buddy and I, we decided to to name uh, the organization, if you will, structure around a Rock Candy Running. And cool. so um, there you get all the information about um, the races. Fantastic. A uh, huge thank you to Matthias Eichler for being my guest today. A huge thank you to race volunteers everywhere, including Rock Candies, of course. And a huge thank you to everyone listening. Until next time, I'm Adam Lee, and this is Ultra Posty Thoughts in My Head. Thoughts in My Head.